0: You know, great community, so I'm happy to be here and it also kind of pushes my boundaries a bit because I'm shy. and I don't listen to myself speak a lot in a recording (laughs) format, so this is new for me.
1: Oh yeah, I'm terrified of the world, so this is how I uh, have chosen to socialize and connect with people. Um, But yeah, I'm so happy you're doing this today. And I just noticed, uh, like, nobody's going to see this because this is an audio podcast, but the cat behind you just decided to get off camera.
0: Oh, yeah, Pearl. (laughs) That
1: was just so cute. You started talking, and the cat's like, yep, nope, I'm not in here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay, so our first subject is fast food. And my thinking about the subject is I don't really do fast food that often. I've only done it more recently because there's been more offerings with uh meat alternatives like Beyond Burger and um what's the other one uh that's not Beyond Impossible. That's um right. those mm-hmm. those are more common in shops like uh, uh Jack in the Box and uh Burgerville and stuff like that. And uh then other restaurants might have like a black bean burger or something, but um mm-hmm. generally fast food I avoid. And even even the, the carts, like Cartlandia and stuff like that, I'm not a huge fan of. Um, and I, I just keep getting mystified at how that culture still persists and how it still grows. Um, do you eat fast food?
0: So, yeah, I mean, I do. Um, I'm not, it's not something that is part of my sort of like habitual food routine, but if I'm hungry and want to spend just a little bit of money on some quick protein i've been known to go to uh, taco bell and get the spicy black bean fiesta burrito nice (laughs) yeah and uh, also food carts i used to work downtown and i'd have a half hour lunch and they were so handy because there were so many everywhere so many different choices um, so I got into to food cart life. I never really thought about them as being fast food, but I guess you're right. <laughs>
1: yeah, Very a, yeah, a lot of them do have that fast food mentality. Uh, I tend to gravitate towards the Greek and the uh, more Mediterranean uh, flavored uh, offerings when it comes to the food carts. And I even worked at a falafel place. Um, oh years ago in my youth, which uh, it wasn't years ago, it was actually very recently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, like, I love falafel, I love, uh, you know, stuff like that, but so much of it is still based in meat environments. They're not yeah. using alternate meats yet in a lot of them. So it's, like, very sad that I can only get hummus a lot of times in some of
0: these yeah. places. Yeah, uh,
1: Yeah, and baba ganoush. Like, but some, uh, I went to one. They put bacon in baba ganoush. And I'm like, why? Oh. Why? And the guy yeah. said that people requested it. And I was like, man, whoever in Portland requested bacon in baba ganoush, you need to, like, just stop. Just.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. You already have like all the choices (laughs) all the
1: all the choices all the foods um Uh you mentioned taco bell i used to love um as a as somebody who dj'd and um was pretty much a nightlife uh person for the longest time uh taco bell used to be the only game in town aside from places like denny's um Mm -hmm. is there denny's out here i don't know
0: there is yep okay yeah, there. I I grew up in Portland, actually in northeast Portland, and near a uh, Denny's, and then what used to be a Lions, um, which was a c- competitor of Denny's, and they were right next to each other, and they were both open twenty four hours. And
1: which was uh, better?
0: Uh, well, Lions was better quality, but I don't know. Denny's is a, was just more fun to like hang out in, as far as the nightlife scene.
1: I mean, I remember being able to smoke in a Denny's and going there after club and like just smoking cloves, drinking coffee and eating French fries. Like Mm -hmm. for some reason that just seemed normal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, that was my jam too
1: <laughs> yeah and like greasy spoons i include in with the fast food stuff because like it just comes really fast there just happens to be a larger seating space um yeah unless we're talking about like yeah high production unless we're talking about like waffle house and then it's like a shoebox where everybody's like sitting on top of each other kind of thing but mm-hmm. i i thought of talking about fast food because like as I got older, I stopped eating fast food because my body got angry, yeah, like like
0: your guts <laughs> <laughs> like
1: um angry yeah my my <laughs> guts uh is, has that happened to you or, or are you one of those people who's mm-hmm. like just immune to the effects of yeah. taco bell
0: i it it depends like um if I, if I just like stick with the one black bean fiesta burrito and I don't do it two or three days in a row, I'm probably okay. But at a certain point, yeah, it feels start to feel gross and even loses in the pleasure pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, like I first time, but then
1: yeah, I like I would face. You- stuff a gordita in my face and be good to go. And some of my friends would eat like five of them. And I was like, okay, two things, one, why? And two, like, where, (laughs) like, where's that going? Gorditas are not small. (laughs) Right. Yeah. How how, how does a human being eat five of those and then puts that weird cheap hot sauce on top of it and still goes, Hmm, good. Like (laughs) what is the thought process there? I just, I, (laughs) I just don't get it. Like, yeah even even right now i'm drinking uh sugar soda and i generally don't drink those but i just needed to you know pick me up but uh yeah. even just is... go on
0: oh i was just gonna say hot sauce is one of those funny things where you either um, want it and they forget to give it to you <laughs> or they give you a large generous quantity and we have an actual jar at our house full of like Taco Bell talk, hot sauces
1: i used that, to know. have that in my house when and w- where i lived in florida <laughs> my roommates would always have taco bell hot sauce and i only liked the tabasco chipotle hot sauce so like i would carry that with me sometimes because like i don't uh, sriracha like i don't like sriracha is am i alone here like i don't know
0: yeah, right. No, I like it. I heard that there's actually a shortage of the uh, the peppers that they use to make sriracha, and the, the prices have spiked, and and they may have to change their recipe. I don't. I didn't actually read that they would have to change their recipe. I'm just kind of surmising there. But
1: yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like, we we have enough space in the country to grow enough food, but for some reason we don't.
2: right yeah
1: it's okay anyways it that that was just a random thought that i had like fast food do people still eat it like it's (laughs) obviously they do but like why i don't know burgerville's not too bad but i wouldn't want to eat that stuff all the time i don't know
0: my brother worked at a a burgerville uh, and then also have an ex that was a manager of a burgerville i think that he still is, um, but not in Portland, and they treat their employees pretty well, well,
1: From that's good to know
0: i I hear, yeah,
1: that's good to know. I only wish they had waffle fries year round because I'm never going back to that chick chick place again, and I only ever used to go there for for, for waffle fries, like
0: oh, you I don't know what, there
1: I don't know what it is about waffle fries, but those are the best, like it's the shape of like things. ranch no
0: I'm no a, okay
1: are you vegan? vegan yeah yeah
0: right gotcha
1: i'm vegan and and you know just to be clear fuck that cow i want boots <laughs> oh. I, i'm not a vegan <laughs> okay. because i i'm like oh those poor animals no like people need to eat what they need to eat it's just meat doesn't agree with my body and it's sad because i had to break up with cheese and steak and <sighs> mm-hmm. Since going sober, I had to break up with alcohol, and my favorite breakfast used to be steak and eggs with two fingers of whiskey.
2: Oh, my wow. God. okay. That used to be
1: <laughs> it used to be it, but you know, that's why I don't go to casinos anymore.
0: Okay, yeah, <laughs> you <know, it's> kind of. <laughs> what else is there at the casino? Yeah, it's like yeah, like it's a lot it's... of stimulation
1: stimulation and 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 expensive food (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but um i think we're 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 losing losing the the, uh the the plot here (laughs) so we'll just move on to astrology this was something you suggested so why don't you introduce us to what your thoughts are
0: um so i think about astrology a lot and so and it's something that um, I always get curious. Like when I meet people, I wonder like, what their sign is. And I was like, I had some couple uh, of com- some guesses as to like, what your astrological sun sign might be. And, and But I, you know, it's, it's like, it's a big risk because you know, I could have 11 guesses before I'm right. But,
2: if well, I'm, I'm curious. just
0: out there, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, like torn between either a pisces sun or a sagittarius sun <laughs> Am I...
1: whoa that's new
0: <laughs> that. okay so nope neither of those
1: i mean it's been so long i used to be involved with uh the uh i guess um a psychic community um i used uh-huh. to read tarot cards i used to uh practice wicca um like i used to be neck deep in all that um and I, I had my chart done through a computer program, and then I had it done by, like, people who, you know, did their own kind of math and whatever. And I, I'm born on a cusp, so I'm either uh, Libra or Virgo, depending on the year. Oh, okay. um, so everybody disagreed. <laughs> like, the, everybody disagreed. Um, so it's, it's interesting.
0: Oh, as far as what you are.
1: Yeah, because
0: gotcha. Okay.
1: Because sometimes there's uh they, the leap year doesn't affect the uh pattern in other in other uh formulas it does. Yeah. Uh, it's the so,
0: yeah, the degree. Even sometimes like a person there are people born on the same day and one of them is a Virgo, one of them is a Libra because the sun doesn't change signs at midnight, you know, it changes signs at a random time during a day or night and so it it, it would even come down to just like knowing the time and the geographical
1: component i even i even had somebody do my chart based on the 13th house formula that updated the star charts from the uh, uh like it's basically a 2000 year old chart concept that is still used in most astrology um Right. So there, there is a group of people that were like, mm, there's a 13th house because of how things changed. And, um, right.
0: Those I are the think heliocentric I... folks where they look at um, it from uh, the perspective of the zodiac or the planets evol- revolving around the sun versus the geocentric um, perspective, which is, yeah, um, tropical, the tropical zodiac you know and and just like the movement of around the earth and i mean changing light in the eclipses and all of that so like it's kind of interesting because like the side reel or the 13 constellation version um that's more in line with like astronomy or um in other forms of like vedic uh, astrology um Mm -hmm. side reel whereas many like western astrologies are tropical and um and so it's like there i've heard someone an astrologer once say like that at the time the astrology was um like what this like the western kind of astrology that we use in the west today um uh, when it was that system was being like built or whatever um which you know a lot of it came from egypt and uh, mesopotamia it's in babylon etc mm-hmm. but that um the side reel and the tropical zodiacs did line up at that time and that like as far as the western astrology goes and the um tropical zodiac that they could have like they they do, did that they do call the zodiac signs the same as the side reel. so like you know leo and virgo and uh libra but they could have technically called them the constellation anything as far as the tropical zodiac goes like it it, it still kind of works because it's just following the pattern but it, they just happen to have the same names even though yeah the astronomical and the astrological zodiacs are different as yeah. far as western tropical
1: it's like a modern astronomer could get along with uh, an astronomer from the ptolemaic era of astronomy <laughs> yeah and the retrograde stuff happens and then they're like well the gods are fucking up there
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and the modern people yeah. are like no there are ovals up there stop <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. that's
1: that's kind of how yeah. i see the differences yeah do you uh totally. do you do you put uh a lot of weight on people's uh star and sun signs and moon signs as far as personalities or does it do you think it's more of just like a, a way for somebody to identify parts of themselves
0: um i don't put a lot of weight on it like as far as um like as far as like my opinions of people or um whether or not i think we have sinistry or or you know i don't try to qualify it with you know like you know positive or negative kind of associations but Mm-hmm. I do like it just in the sense of kind of um, just like seeing it embodied in people and how it's expressed and like trying to um, put symbolism to kind of like what it is that is before me in, in like a poetic way. <laughs> I like it okay. in that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It also gives a shared language to share those ideas between people for sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's yeah. why so many people are comic book fans, because we can all be like, be anybody you want. But if you can be Batman.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: kind of thing. Like, I, I I do appreciate some of the artistry that's come out of uh, like astrology. Um, it, <laughs> I've seen some pretty, like, ridiculously beautiful tattoos and like just art nouveau kind of stuff doing like uh, astrology but i do kind of chuckle <laughs> uh when i spotify recently started listing astrological um uh snippets so like if you know today in sagittarius today in virgo and i'm like okay that's a, <laughs> that's, a that's a bit too general you know, like, at least in the newspaper, somebody's like, OK, well, this is Florida. We're talking about Floridians or this is Texas. We're talking about Texans. But on Spotify, it's like this is the world. And here we go. Anybody who speaks English is going to hear this thing for uh, Virgos. And I, I'm just like, come on, y'all. I'm like, <laughs>
2: a, right.
1: a little more work into it, at least. What do you think yeah. of that? that kind of like? Large net casting of astrology.
0: Um, well, it's interesting. Like when they when like when people say do horoscopes, is it kind of in a horoscope sense that you're talking about? Because I haven't heard that on Spotify. But it's when they when they're talking about it, are they talking about it like these are the planets that are aspecting each other today, or this is the sign that the moon is in, or is it more general for like the horoscopes for each individual sign or
1: there's there's a there's kind of a mix of it all because it's all kind of gotten a bit uh, muddled, from what uh-huh. I've noticed personally. The past, uh, gosh, like about ten years, like the the whole horoscope and astrology and like the whole star sign and like then people started talking about indigo children again and all of that okay, stuff gotcha. is just starting yeah. to weave into itself. But it just feels so- like there's a huge net being thrown.
0: Yeah, right. Like it's pretty broad. And um, when, well, like from the horoscopic standpoint, when uh, somebody casts the, a horoscope for each sign, they put that sign on the ascendant. And then so, um, and also interestingly, um, it's the only the twentieth century that we, we put a lot of focus on the sun sign. Before that, people were their ascendant sign. Um, so that's the sun sign is a real modern way to look at it. So whenever you read those horoscopes, oftentimes um, a sun sign will read it and not necessarily relate because it's cast as if that sun sign is on the first house cusp, and so the themes of the first house you know, are important to that. But if your son is actually in the seventh house, which is the house of relationships, you might not relate to uh, first house horoscope. Right. So, you know, there's like kind of a lot of, um you know, you, you almost have to kind of know what your chart is to really be able to discern what's, where the person's coming from or like how it applies to you. <laughs>
1: OK, well, I mean, that yeah. makes sense. I just always yeah. feel it's way too general. And it's like, yeah, you know, like I, I'm uh, I'm either supposed to not be able to make decisions or I'm always like diplomatic. And I'm like, well, I can't be diplomatic if I can't always make decisions. So, you know, help me out. Uh, here Because right. yeah. I can't decide.
0: Aww. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, know? you sound very Libra to me.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> You know, air air, and earth are very uh, good for me. I'm terrified of the ocean, and um, I always seem to date fire signs, you know. And as we know, air feeds the fire, so, like, that tends to be a bit spicy, but that might be the Latin in me. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, let's uh-huh. move on. Uh, okay. We. The the next subject is uh gender dress codes. And I thought of this because um I was watching I forget what it was that I was watching, but I started remembering when I was in high school and when I started going into the workforce, there there was this thing where boys don't have earrings, boys don't wear makeup, boys don't wear skirts. But if you're a girl, you have to wear earrings, you have to wear makeup, and you have to wear a skirt in some jobs and in some schools and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. of course, today it's a lot different for kids depending on where they are. Um, you know, so now, uh, you know, going to a prom, if you're a girl in a suit, isn't so much a big deal. But when I was younger, if I want, if let's say I wanted to go to a prom in like, I don't know, let's say a nightgown, not a nightgown, but an evening dress or something, because, like, I would just look dope sexy in an evening dress. They'd be like, no, you can't do that. You have to have a tie. And I'd be like, I don't I've always fucking hated ties. Like, yeah, nothing. Nothing is really hotter than a handsome woman in a nice tie and suit. Like, yes. Yes. But as yes. far as me wearing a suit and a tie, no, thank you. No, thank yeah. you. Um, what What's your experience with that?
0: Well, um, it's, I, it, you know, it just, it always like baffles me that people, that culturally we think that there's some like innate, uh, like, I don't not responsibility, but what's the word? Just some, you know, compulsion to have, like have to wear either. <laughs> like that's really confusing to me. And also how um like things that we that this culture would consider like feminine um that, that's not like that 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 only apply like that's only like overwhelmingly that's supposed to just apply to like cis women um and and but you know anyone that is Putting on a lot of makeup to me it 's always sort of seems like a form of um just you know like high femme expression or you know you could call it um in some like when if I put on makeup, I feel like I am in drag like because i don 't feel comfortable wearing a lot of makeup, and sometimes I mm-hmm. want to be in drag because I actually think that you know it's fun and i and I like the presenting that way and then other times um you know, it feels quite dysphoric and and I like to present I am a gender, but I um can you know feel comfortable presenting mask or femme just depending on mm-hmm. the day. <laughs>
1: yeah, no I get that. I when I was yeah. a teenager, I I would steal sometimes because that's what you do when you're a teenager. Uh, especially um, being assigned male at birth as a teenager, being told I needed to present this masculine form. Like I was raised around a very racist mindset, a very masculine-oriented mindset. So, of course, you know, being a bit feminine, or as my stepdad would say, faggy, was just not acceptable. So I would have to steal a black eyeliner and black nail polish and so if I couldn't get the black nail polish I would get sharpies I, most of the time I'd steal them from teachers at school and color my nails in and I would use the black eyeliner on my eyes and on my lips and I felt naked otherwise because mm-hmm. like I that's just, it made me comfortable. And that's not necessarily feminine, but it's also not necessarily masculine. And then right. I just kind of fell into the goth culture where all those lines just, they're obliterated. <laughs> like yeah. you, you have guys wearing ruffles and dresses and girls wearing like literal latex bodysuits that make them look like, boys and you're like okay i don't know what's happening but this is cool (laughs) right yeah that whole androgynous expression was my my flavor and when i tried to go out into the world and try to remain that androgynous um because the term non-binary didn't exactly exist back then um Mm -hmm. i was told i couldn't wear eyeliner i couldn't have my earrings i couldn't you know, wear baby tees. <laughs> and I was like, but this is how I'm comfy. Like why what what about this is wrong? And somebody right. told me it's confusing for somebody, you know, as, like they didn't say assigned male, but they like I'm filling that in. It's confusing when somebody assigned male is dressing feminine. You know, because then people might be confused. You might make other people feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, why the fuck do I care what other yeah, people exactly. are saying? And like most of the people I've been in relationship with who were assigned female at birth don't like makeup. Most of the mm-hmm. time they feel like it's, it's a necessity because that's what culture asked from them. And in the past like 10, 15 years, it hasn't been um, that necessary. But uh, still, one of my exes, when we'd go out, she would still put on makeup even though that was not her. And I kept trying to give her the strength to just not do it, but she's like, but I'm going out. And I'm uh-huh. like, but that's not you. You're, <laughs> I'm like, you're more like that dyke at the biker bar. I'm like, you know, <laughs> right, yeah. if anything, put on some, some eyeshadow, but, like, at most, that's what they're doing. Like, right. you don't need the rest of it. So, yeah, I identify... I, I, I relate to what you're saying as well because some days I'm just nothing but then I'm like wearing a bunch of frumpy clothes and if you look at me you're like wait a minute is that a what what is that <laughs> you know it's like yeah
0: I'm a cat <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> like gender need not apply here thanks mm-hmm. yeah I've and noticed
0: gender... that go on what's that oh no I was just going to say um how I think another thing that confuses people is like gender identity versus gender expression and like sometimes the two are intertwined and sometimes they're just like very separate like I identify and always have um as also like you um mentioned non um not non-binary but androgynous initially and then until I there you know there's more language for what I was feeling and expressing, but um, people tend, you know, tend to, they, they always misgender me and see me as a cis woman, which is the, you know, I was assigned female at birth, Um, and, um, and sometimes I, I, like, I think that if I were to express myself differently, like, that could help protect me from that misgendering, but it all, you know, I don't know, it's just so it's like losing my yeah, it is. It's fucked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like like I, I said to somebody recently, I'm like, gender is not genitals. And they they it blew their freaking mind. They're like, holy right. shit, that's the easiest way I've heard somebody explain it. And I'm like, well yeah. that's the truth. Like I was eight years old going, I know I'm not precisely a boy and I know I'm not precisely a girl. I'm not really either, even though I like girly things, you know, I still, I still like the kind of macho swagger, but you know, I'd rather wear skirts and makeup and, you know, be soft. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so non-binary, like just live right there. But like, I noticed the uh, conservative uh, uh, talking points are always about how, you know, it's dangerous and everything. But I think it has more to do with they're just they're just afraid they're going to be attracted to somebody that they think is one gender. And they're going to be wrong because they're identifying genitals instead of gender. Like, right. I think Matt Walsh is just terrified he's going to have a crush on somebody with a penis. And that's just Wait, gonna who, hurt his little brain. Is
0: Matt Matt Walsh a politician? I'm like, who's Matt Walsh I can't. He's I can't.
1: he's a he's a little crying talking head online that um he he's famous and I hate using that word and mentioning his name in the same breath, but he's known for uh doing talks. Excuse me, I just burped. He's known for doing talks. Where he um the posters say, What is a woman? And he thinks that he catches people and and um you know proves them wrong or like shows how stupid people are when he's like, What exactly is a woman? Because he refuses to accept that trans women exist or that non-binary trans feminine people like myself exist. Like, you know, yeah. I'm on hormones, so I, I I have boobies. Oh, <laughs> like, my body does not work like a CIS man. And nope. he, he just refuses to acknowledge that that's a thing. So he yeah. always goes around talking about that. And recently he, I don't know how recently it was, but he was talking about like, um, you know, it's not that teenagers and underage kids are having babies. It's that they're having babies out of wedlock. So he, for whatever reason, in his mind, transgenderism and drag queens is dangerous, but child rape and child marriage is somehow cool. Yeah,
0: Ew. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, it's all like,
0: about control.
1: Uh, yeah, and and I think it really comes down to that. These people are just afraid. You know, like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Like, I think she's just afraid she's going to fall in love with a guy that, like, has no penis. Like, she's just going to be like, wow, you're a man. And the guy's like, yeah. And she's going to be like, wait a minute. You ain't got balls, do (laughs) you?
0: Yeah, she's just an awful person. And I don't get it at all as far as her attention-seeking, hateful, like, radical...
1: Yeah, Um, I don't get it either. And it's obvious she takes steroids. So I'm wondering where her, where her like stance is coming from, because if somebody's taking steroids and HGH to get the body she has, like, what does she have against me taking some progesterone and estradiol? Like, right, it's effectively the same thing. I'm just not trying to get buff. But
0: yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I could I could literally ramble about this for, ever because, <laughs> but bring it back, bring it down, bring it down. Um, <laughs> the next subject uh, was you thought you came up with uh, cats, the animals, not cats, the play. Right. Uh,
0: I was thinking cats because uh, you mentioned that you think of a c- couple topics, and then your guest thinks of a couple topics, and I'm sitting next to a cat, or I was. I think she moved, and I have a lot of cats and um they're kind of my they're they're my best friends and <laughs> offer me a lot of comfort and, and therapy and so i don't know cats I, I think i remember you saying you like cats too
1: i mean uh, that... i don't trust anybody who says cats are untrainable and mean like oh. okay like I, yeah. I call myself a space cat because when somebody asks my gender, you know, saying non-binary trans femme just doesn't roll off the tongue.
2: Right. <laughs>
1: so space I'm like cat. space cat, you know. <laughs> I got style, I've got um substance. Um I'm generally cooler than most other creatures. So
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but
1: I live with two cats too. Uh what are what are your cats names?
0: Uh so I have Pearl Pepper Bob Ray and Andy and then a dog named Riley but yeah so my my clouder, my of uh, five
1: <laughs> nice yeah nice dude do, do you ever watch the uh uh Canadian comedy show Letter no okay I highly recommend it anybody listening okay. it's on Hulu it's just choice and there's a spin-off show called shorzy which i also recommend um okay. but like they they are joking when they say this but they do say you know dogs ought not to have people names
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> and
1: it's, it's just hilarious because right. you know that they're just like being you know just contrary because everybody has a roger or a steve dog you know yeah and- right and my partner yes. she named her cats uh one of them is bentley and or bear bear and um he's 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 my buddy i love him he's a potato <laughs> like bear bear he's he is he is a big boy and i refuse to accept that he's fat because he's not he's healthy and he's soft and he's cuddly yep. and then Definitely. there's uh thor and she said she named thor uh Thor because when she had him as a kitten, everybody thought he was a girl. So she's like, I need to give him a man's name, a really manly name. So she's like, "What? what's manlier than Thor? Yeah. And, and I'm like, like well, yeah, that, that makes sense. And when I first uh, started um, spending time with my partner, the first few times I came over, she's like, now I have to tell you, Thor hates everybody. And I'm like, he's not gonna hate me. And <laughs> right. she's like, oh, you're pretty full of yourself, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, no. It, all you need to do is talk to cats.
0: Yep, yeah.
1: And if definitely. you ever go to a house and the cat's always hiding, and the person who lives with the cat says that cat's an asshole, leave. That's you're a right. bad yeah. human. That is not a good human.
0: I know. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Just like, and take the cat with you.
1: yeah exactly exactly it took um about three or four times but after about the fourth or it was probably the fourth time i was hanging out with him he actually let me pet him like he wasn't hiding he was coming to say hi and she's like holy shit she's like i lived with somebody for years and he didn't he didn't come around him. He doesn't even come out when my sister's here. She's like, why does he talk to you? And I'm like, because I'm talking to him. I'm, I'm spending right. time. I love cats. Yeah, Love cats. I even, my cat before she passed years ago, I trained her to not jump up on counters. And everybody told me that was impossible. I'm like, no, she, you can do it. <laughs>
0: right at our house, um, I live with my my dad my spouse and my brother and the all of our cats and our dog but um, my dad hates the cats on the counter and he's always you know get off the counter and they do but like I never tell them to get off the counter <laughs> and, and I don't, my brother who just actually went into the kitchen uh, doesn't tell them to get off the counter and we give them treats on the counter etc <laughs> I've spoiled them <laughs> <laughs> like, but you know
1: yeah if they yeah. can get away with anything they're going to <laughs> but Good. it's funny
0: too like uh my cats also respond to to like pointing like we have a, a real we have some non-verbal communication going on as well and, mm-hmm. and like um I, my fantasy is that they would want to be like circus cats or roadside attraction cats but I think they're all kind of weary of, of strangers. So it would be torture to them. So that'll never happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's difficult. It's difficult for cats to be show trained just from their like natural temperament dogs. (laughs) We, we did a number on dogs the past 10,000 years. We, Uh we made, we destroyed their brain. Like I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're any lesser than what they are, but we selectively bred those things to do what we say.
0: Cats, uh, I know it's terrible.
1: <laughs> cats, they they just they heard babies and they're like, okay, well, if we make the sound babies make, humans aren't gonna fuck with us too much. <laughs> and we haven't like there's a few cat breeds that humans created, but outside of the the handful, like the majority of like cats that we have are pretty much the same as they were a very long time ago. They trained us, not the other way around. We created dogs. Cats told us, hey, you're going to have us as pets.
2: <laughs> right, yeah.
1: Like like the Egyptians built entire temples and just let cats live in there and had priests take care of them. They never did that for dogs.
0: Right, yeah. I definitely try to... Uh, per- i i worship my cats they call the shots like everything you know i anticipate their every need you need some fresh water like another scoop of fresh food like Mm -hmm. they yeah they're funny
1: yeah i i make a joke every now and again but thor this is his house i only live here because he let me live here and uh, he'll come into the kitchen or he'll come out into the living room and he'll meow at me. And I know it's either I need to clean the litter box, he wants some nibbles, or I need to go into the bedroom and sit with him because that's immediately what he wants. And I oh. do it. And my partner's like, he's got you wrapped around his little finger. And I'm like, of course he does. That's why we're friends. <laughs>
0: like, right. Yeah.
1: Like, that's, <laughs> how do you think I got to be his friend? <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Exactly, and it and is.
1: Bear Bear, and like he, like I said, he's he's not fat. He's just a fluffy boy. But he will he will look at me, and sit right next to the auto feeder, and he's he'll just be like food, 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 <laughs> and I'm like, no, not right now. But after a while, I'm like, fine, and yeah, get some food. There
0: you go. Yeah, oh, good.
1: I mean, it. But it's that meow. His
0: greatest joy. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's that meow. It's that disabling meow that sounds like babies. Our brains just have no resistance.
0: Right. That yeah. That's funny that you say that. I I hadn't made that connection before, but it it does work. I'm I'm a sucker for cats meowing at me.
1: Yeah. When I found <laughs> out that mechanism. Meows and and baby sounds were like similar. I was like, holy fuck. Cats are smarter than we are. <laughs>
2: Right. They just
1: they just don't have thumbs if those fuckers had thumbs it'd be over yeah like i what think I... they go on
0: oh i was gonna say i have two polydactyl cats oh nice two... yeah <laughs> i think
1: if, i think if they all had thumbs though they wouldn't need humans anymore they'd be like we can open up our own canning factory and fishery we're done with you
0: right yeah <laughs> and we'll yeah my i have a friend who's uh one of his parents said if if a dog was as big as a horse, you would be fine, but if a cat was as big as a horse, it would eat you
1: i mean yeah that's what that's what tigers do
0: yeah yep
1: like legit exactly. like tigers yep. and lions big as horses in some cases <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're and
0: right. they straight
1: yeah. up eat people
0: <laughs> they do yeah
1: like that. there there's no yeah yeah like uh <laughs> for sure what was that um Siegfried and Roy like which one of them got mauled by the lion
0: oh uh, yeah i don't know which one but yeah
1: I'm- I mean it doesn't matter. They're kind of interchangeable <laughs> as humans anyways. Uh, that's terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh all right. We we talked way long about cats okay. which is, yeah. I mean, they would get mad otherwise. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh so Your
0: due diligence.
1: Right. So uh, this is the part of the episode where something pisses me off so much that I say fuck it. And okay. today is fuck streaming prices.
0: Yeah. Uh I
1: I have a I have a heated thought about this, but let me hear your take really quick.
0: Okay. Um so I am recently unemployed um and but I have a a, a kind of a a little savings and um and I also do like to watch various um you know series on streaming channels so what i do is i don't you know like i'll just i'll choose the one that is has the the show i'm needing at that moment and then cancel it or you know sometimes i'll be bribed by their discounts but yeah, essentially I, or I try to get away with like the free seven day trial or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But yeah, at a certain point it it it's pretty it's prohibitive, like obviously. It's it's all spread out in so many different um net and I guess networks, is that what the term is? No, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. Did you before streaming services, did you subscribe to uh, like extended cable packages or cable at all?
0: Um, no, I, I I never have personally as an adult, although my dad has cable in this house and I just but I never really watch it.
1: Just not your so. jam.
0: Yeah, as a kid, um, we had it when I was a teenager. Um but I went through, like, I just turned 50, and so I went through my 20s and 30s without really watching any television at all. Um, I was a, opposed to it, but then it got really good. <laughs> <in my older. laughs> it so, did, like,
1: didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we're, um, you know, whoever's listening, you will forget that I said this as soon as I say it, but we're close to an age. Oh, so okay. when I was younger... All of you forgot I just said that when I was younger, uh, my mom subscribed to cable, but she only got like the, the cable package that had like, I think, HBO or something like she didn't get all of the channels. But right. I I was a kid and, you know, it's the 80s. Um, and then my stepdad. uh I demanded he get he get cable like if there's one thing he also liked m t v so did my mom, so as long as that was available, <laughs> things were good, you know you know when there used to be music on it yeah. um, but I figured out how to hack the old cable boxes so any any anytime we wanted the other channels, anytime we wanted like certain uh uh like specials or something, I would show my my mom how to hack the cable box. And she was always like, wait a minute, I canceled HBO, you know, this month. How are you watching, you know, Tales from the Crypt? And I'm like, oh, I hacked it. This is how I did it. And I didn't tell her I learned how to hack it because I wanted to watch Skinamax, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <There's> like... <laughs>
1: but, but. I remember I disconnected from cable uh, right around 99, 2000, because I was um, heavily tied to the internet, and I was part of that community that uh, people call pirate, and I would download the shows that I wanted to watch. I never did anything Mm -hmm. with them other than watch them and then delete them. You know, like I knew people who would download them, burn them to CDs and sell them. And I'm like, no, I'm just I'm just a broke ass human who just happens to want to watch some British TV shows that, you know, we can't watch right now, you know, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I didn't right. want to spend $120 on, you know, six episodes of Doctor Who. I just downloaded them and watched them kind of right. thing. And then when uh, Hulu came around before it uh, started charging, I I went, oh, my God, I've, I've been wanting this forever. You know, just something where you could load it in. It's fine that it has commercials. I was so excited. Um, and then they started charging. And then you know netflix started like doing their thing and everything just started happening way too fast and at first i was like this is great because we can fine tune exactly what we want you know like i love star trek so of course i'm going to get paramount plus but i also like the great british baking show and is it cake so i need netflix and mm-hmm. And wait a minute, wait a minute. I also like Doom Patrol and okay. The Last of Us, so I need HBO Max. And Right. Oh my god, I also like, you know, the random things that uh, uh Amazon Prime releases like Rings of Power, but that just happens to be included with the Prime membership, so why not? And then <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it it's it keeps stacking on top of itself and like um, Peacock, you know, has a free branch of it. But in order to see the stuff you actually want to see, like the Office Superfan episodes or all of the episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you have to subscribe to that, too. And right. so many of them are only 5 or $6. And, like, you know, I, HBO, I think, is, what, $15, 16 something like that?
0: Yeah, I think with ads it is that much. But I don't know. I'm not sure with the monthly
1: i i can't remember but it all adds up to more um you know scale wise than what a similar cable package would have cost because you could get extended cable for like 35 40 in the 90s per month uh, but if you got like hbo and um you know some of the some of the extra channels like uh let's say espn or something like that, like then it would be like $80, $90 a month. And we're at the point where if you're subscribed to everything for those one or two shows that you actually like, you're paying like $120. Like my mom still insists on paying for Hulu with live TV. And I told her you could just get the regular Hulu and then watch the episodes the day after. Why do you need to watch them that day? You realize how much money you're spending. And she's like, yeah, but I just, I like the TV feel. And I, I, I refuse to help her set up regular TV. So she's, (laughs) (laughs) she lives in Florida. So I'm like, you know, if you, if you want help, with your media life, you know, I'll help you, but I keep trying to convince her, you know, just go to regular Hulu, it'll cut 60 dollars out of your monthly charge. Oh yeah.: I just yeah. I just fuck it. Like it's too expensive, and then these streaming services like Netflix nickel and dime all these shows, and you right. know that they're making money. like uh, what are what are shows that you've really appreciated in the past year or two that have just been dropped?
0: uh well um so like in the in it right now i'm watching um aquafina or nora goes oh same
1: aquafina is nora from queens yeah
0: from yeah that's what i meant yeah um and and it, i'm i really like i'm liking it it's, it's i didn't know about aquafina until really until now and i've been like obsessively googling them so <laughs> but um but then just like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and it's like pretty probably a pretty problematic show now it like definitely hasn't aged well but it also is a comfort show and i watched that like every day and have for years <laughs> so it's like no, I get crime. you. It, i mean buffy Hulu, but...
1: yeah buffy <laughs> yeah. buffy's problematic only because it was out at a certain time that is like a good 20 years ago now yeah. is it like it's 20 years old
0: it is yeah i think it went off the air in maybe 2002 or 3
1: something or, like that like yeah, it's been yeah. a, it's been a hot minute but that doesn't make it nearly as bad as a show like glee which has only been off the air for like what five six years uh huh yeah and like i i I never liked it when it was out. I'm like, this show feels icky. I don't like it. And everybody's like, get over yourself. And now people are talking about this show didn't age well. This show is weird. You know, like, what right, is up yeah. with all of this adult child relationship stuff? Like, yep, I'm like I, yeah. I'm like, I tried telling y'all. But, uh,
0: <laughs> right. I could
1: have saved you from that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I uh, Aquafina is Nora from queens like aquafina it's just beautiful in my opinion i love that show but uh is there any show like um uh uh, steve carell and john malkovich did a show on netflix called space force that they Uh just canceled after two seasons and that show was just beautiful
0: okay well i haven't seen space force but I, i i just wrote it down
1: but they, they just stopped production on that because it wasn't getting the same numbers as they wanted it to get. But it's Steve Carell, like the guy from The Office, and John Malkovich. Yeah. Who the fuck isn't going to watch something with the two of them? Like, just Definitely, keep making yeah. it. It'll find its audience, you know? I get so upset that... And then the writer strike thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, <that> was,
0: <sighs> yeah, I, I I know. I um wonder, because it looks like they're you know a lot of people are now not getting paid they're not they don't have an income and they don't have an income in sight and um and so i worry about that and so like i wonder just in that regard if i should show solidarity and cancel some of these streaming services um just so that they can come to some sort of agreement faster you know i don't know start (laughs)
1: but <laughs> I, I like that thought. But if if everybody stopped subscribing to these services, then those uh, companies would have ground to say, "We just don't have the money."
0: Oh, you're right. Yeah, exactly. It's it's
1: yeah. a kind of a catch twenty two. I just yeah. think it's funny that they charge as much as they do for the streaming, when like let's say, HBO is using you know probably either Google or Microsoft for their like storage and their distribution and the the price that they have to pay for storing and and streaming each of these things is probably like 50 cents a person a month and they're charging like 15-16 dollars a month for these services and it's like they have the money to pay these writers but it's the people who don't do anything creative that's getting all the money and making all the rules and I, yeah so That goes back to the whole thing. Fuck streaming prices.
0: Yeah, fuck (laughs) streaming prices.
1: I'm with (laughs) you. I mean, if if everything needed to have commercials between the shows or something, you know, to lower the prices, I might be okay with that. But like, god Uh damn, like, uh, oh, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> now this this is the end of the show and I always okay. reserve this for random facts because anytime I do this show on my own, I, I five or six more thoughts pop in my head that I'm like, I'm gonna talk about this now because I'm either pissed off or I'm happy, or I just want to share something that I thought about. Uh okay. what kind of random facts do you have for us today?
0: Hmm. I I, I'm I'm slow. I have slow recall. So, like, I, can you go first, and then I'll um, think about this a little bit and come oh, up sure. with some random <laughs>
1: um I mean, it doesn't have to have anything to do with anything that we talked about. Um, you know, like a lot of creative people, my brain is just always a, a churning machine of like idea sludge, and sometimes uh-huh. I can't even work through it. Um, but today, I'm kind of thinking about, like, uh, the, the, the sheer number of flags that are out there for everything. Like, it used to just be for countries and states and, like, occasionally stuff like the Red Cross. But now there's a flag for every aspect of the L- LGBTQ plus IA plus community and my personal favorite flag is the progress pride flag with the asexual, um, part in it. Um, Uh I have a non-binary flag. I have a trans flag hanging up in, in the apartment. My partner's bisexual. So I need to get her a bisexual flag at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, and like even the ally flag, the, the LGBTQ ally flag is really kind of striking and stylish. Um, and I love that, but I also love when people, um, do stuff like make the non-binary flag into a heart. Right. Yep. Or a Star Trek Delta badge. Like okay, kind of I thing. I like that. Yeah. I, I love, <laughs> I love the artistic, um, kind of expression when it comes to flags or these two trans cats. Oh, Those of you who can't see, I have a sticker of one blue cat, one pink cat. They both have white chests and then their tails are both kind of trans flags. But I think we've been missing stuff like that for a very long time when it comes to the LGBTQ community. Because, like, there's a huge difference between non-binary people and agender people. And the fact that there are two different flags for that is significant. And Yeah. You know, just having those colors available to us to uh, have a silent kind of expression, you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of trans uh, uh, performers and models will very often get pictures taken in pink, blue and white just to be like, obviously, I'm trans, you know, and then Mm -hmm. people like David Tennant wears uh, uh, a yellow, white, uh, purple, black rainbow Oh you know, okay. When he's out in yeah. the world and I I never That's really thought non-binary. of binary. Yeah, I never really thought of David Tennant as non-binary, but he's always wearing that flag and I always go, well, should I be saying he, but every time he's oh. mentioned in press, it's it's he. So I'm like, uh-huh. okay, maybe he's like me because I'm they she. You know, maybe uh-huh. he's like he they or something. I don't know, but right. I just I just love that. Like, my random fact is I just love that we have that ability because, uh, mm-hmm. like, it used to just be, you know, if you were re- wearing red and yellow, you were a commie, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. <laughs> or are right. wearing red, white, right. and blue, you know, you're either, like, uh, you know, Union Jack or Uncle Sam, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Now we can right. really streamline it a bit. Um that's my random fact. I just love that.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. I also have a um, well. I have a a flag. It's kind of like the most common one with the black, brown, rainbow stripes, and then the triangle. The um, the like the trans
2: mm-hmm.
0: colors. I actually think that maybe. I'm not, what does the white in that symbolize? I can't remember, but anyway, we have that we're like the only person on our block that is um, so openly celebrating pride with a flag. Um, and so I, I really I do love that flag. Um, that said, I just sent my friend uh, uh, she's demi, demisexual, and I sent her a flag.
1: <laughs> nice
0: to but yeah, anyway
1: yeah Um, i was thinking go oh sorry go on
0: oh no i wouldn't what were you gonna say
1: i was gonna say i was thinking of adding a demisexual flag to 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 my personal flag collection but i think the non-binary and trans flag is sufficient (laughs) right yeah
0: yeah I also relate to being non-binary, I, 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 but I know that um it's not like definitively under the non- agender gender is not necessarily non-binary, but it can be, and I can I relate I'm both, <laughs> Just, um but yeah, so I have a lot of non-binary, um, patterned items myself.
1: Hey, gender's fluid.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um. So like random facts though. Um I'm s su- I f feel like I'm such a letdown I'm trying to think about <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't like house plants. Um Ooh, what, have a lot what of- kind of
1: house plants do you have?
0: <laughs> so I have um I'm sitting next to uh, I I don't know if you can see this plant. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It starts with a C. I want to it's like I don't remember the name of it. And then I have a corn plant that I um, I didn't steal it from work, but it was in the lobby (laughs) at work and it was dying. And so I I took it home and now it's really healthy.
1: (laughs) That's not stealing if you're saving.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And there's actually a midnight bloom that's got a similar origin story, but from Steve's work, Um, Steve brought that home. Um, And then some snake are they called snake eye plants is that the um like the not the technical name but i have a snake plant and
1: nice spider plants yeah nice i um, i have a black thumb so i oh, don't okay. plant but my partner has a little garden out on the patio so we have some veggies and peppers and stuff
0: great yeah yeah i have a a, a lot of garden but mostly it's Flowers, because I'm try to I try to attack, attract bees, um, and so they I, I love oregano, for example, and lavender, and um, and am amaranth, sunflowers. So I have all that going on.
1: Oh, I love sunflowers. I also love honeysuckle, but it is a pain in the monkey to keep alive. Yeah, it is very temperamental, and I've tried. <laughs>
0: Is honeysuckle the one that that grow in kind of like um, long stalks and then the flowers that the flowers grow out of those stalks? Or is that what is honeysuckle?
1: It it, it's very much a wall kind of. okay Climber. But but uh, they just smell so good. But also there are cats and the cats would try to eat it. And honeysuckle isn't great for that. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah sunflowers too like if they if they were easier to grow I would probably have some of those but also lotuses like why are lotuses so hard to grow
0: right you know I don't know yeah I've never had a lotus because I've heard that they're hard to grow and so I don't want to take them home and kill them
1: (laughs) yeah I just want to be rich and then hire somebody to come in and take care of my plants right that would be great like that's what I would spend my money on (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. We
1: I wouldn't see that as a waste provider. of money. Yeah.
2: No.
1: All right. Well, I right, think well. that's enough random facts. We're Okay. I think we're over an hour, which is fine because this is my show and I get to do what the fuck I want. And if you're listening right now and you do, you think it's too long, I don't fucking care. Do your own show. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh I I really want to thank okay. you for uh, coming and doing this show today. Uh, do you do you have any uh, closing thoughts or anything you want to say to the listeners out there in the ether?
0: Um, well, I hope that everyone that listens to this podcast also listens to your um, your writing podcast because I love the premise behind that, um, and I, I really appreciate you inviting me on to this show today and yeah what remind me of the name of your
1: other podcast uh my writing project is called first Traps that glow it's on youtube and uh the next episode will be the first episode that i recorded specifically to also be a podcast um i'm going to go back and release all of those as podcasts um yeah. but yeah that's youtube at first Traps that glow yep
0: but yeah it's great so well thank you i don't have any last thoughts other than just gratitude and and it was great talking to you
1: awesome i, I super <laughs> again super appreciate you showing up for the show i want to remind everybody uh for more information about me and all the great stuff i do because i'm amazing you can go to nails there are links to merchandise coloring books my blog uh really old shitty music that i made um because you know that's what people do i guess i don't know Uh, and uh today's guest was lou and you can find them on uh threads under lou k that's l-o-u-k-a-y um but yeah i i think i think that's it do you want to say cool. anything else really quick like tell people no, to fuck just, off or that yeah fuck you know. off
0: everybody <laughs>
1: <laughs> i do that so much anyways thanks again for joining us here at abstractions that glow and just remember i love you Thank you